Welcome to our Bible study and reflection for April 21st, 2021. Please feel free to share this podcast with your family and friends, because when God's Word is sent out, it never returns empty. Let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. Let us pray. Loving God and most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love and grace as modeled by your Son, Jesus Christ. Please allow your Holy Spirit to draw each one of us closer to you through your word. We ask this in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, today I want to thank God for trees. I have many childhood memories as well as current memories of trees. When I was a kid, I used to love to climb trees, and growing up we had a rope swing in our backyard supported by a huge oak limb. I remember spending time at a friend's farm in Fairfield County, and during the middle of the day relaxing under a huge sycamore tree that provided shade and much needed relief from the noonday sun. I can close my eyes and see the majestic cypress trees as I would navigate my john boat through the creeks in the Santee Swamp. We actually have an oak tree in our backyard that was planted maybe eight years ago that is well over 20 feet tall now. Our grandson William planted it from a seedling that sprouted from an acorn. It is truly amazing how something as large as a tree can grow from such a small seed. What a wonderful testimony to God's creative nature. Trees play a significant role in the biblical story as well. A word search in an average English translation, and in this case the NIV translation, yields the following results. Tree occurs 293 times. Fruit, 212. Branch, 107. Root, 57. Forest, 51. Vine, 72. Leaf, 19. Total of 811 occurrences. Suffice it to say that biblical authors thought trees were a very important element in the unified story of the Bible that leads to Jesus. Some of the most strategic moments in the biblical narrative involve trees. Trees accumulate layers of symbolism as they occur in the foreground of these key pieces of the story. They were present in the creation and Eden, the rebellion in the garden resulting in the fall of humanity, the covenants, the promised land, the temple, hope for the Messiah, Jesus' parables, Jesus' death, the work of the Spirit, as well as new creation. I believe what got me thinking about the tree theme was our confirmation class this past Sunday, where we talked about Jesus being the vine and us being the branches. This story can be found in the book of John, chapter 15, verses 1 through 17. This is where Jesus uses the metaphor of the vine and the branches to explain what it means for us as believers to be united together. 
I also remembered a theme video that Bible Project had done on the Tree of Life. I watched it again yesterday, and I encourage you to as well. Remember that all of the resources found at Bible Project are free. Along with each video, Bible Project also makes available their study notes as well as a transcript of the audio. I'm going to read that transcript from this particular video today, and I think you'll find it very informative. The video is written and narrated by Tim Mackey and John Collins. So as I read, if it sounds a little bit of back-and-forth conversation, it is. The video is only about five minutes long, but they used over 25 verses of scripture to develop their narrative. As you can imagine, with that many mentions of trees in the Bible, it starts in Genesis and goes all the way to the book of Revelation. I'm going to offer one example from the book of Genesis and one from the book of Revelation. And the reading from Genesis is the first chapter, verse 11. Then God said, Let the land produce vegetation, seed-bearing plants and trees on the land that bear fruit with seed in it, according to their various kinds. And it was so. And we'll fast forward all the way. There are many in between, but we're going to fast forward now to Revelation chapter 2, verse 7. Listen to the words of Jesus here. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. And now I'm going to read the narrative from the video titled Tree of Life. Here we go. The story of the Bible begins in a garden where God and humans live together. And the biblical authors want us to see this garden as a type of temple. The top is the most sacred place, the Holy of Holies, where God's presence is most intense. And that's where we find the Tree of Life. So what's the tree all about? Well, it represents God's own life and creative power that is made available to others. In fact, God's first command is that humans eat from all of the trees, including this one. So you're ingesting God's own life. That sounds intense. Yeah. This meal transformed the one who eats it. Or, in the words of the story, it leads to eternal life. Okay, but on the way to the tree of life, the humans have to pass by another tree called the tree of knowing good and bad. And God says that eating from this tree will kill you. How does it do that? Well, it represents taking the authority to do what is good in your own eyes. When humans do that, it leads to broken relationships, violence, and death. And so here's the thing. Both trees look beautiful, but one of them is a false tree of life. And the humans take this false tree of life, and they're exiled from the garden for good. Which raises the question, can anyone ever get back to the tree of life? Well, later on in the story, we meet a man named Moses, and he encounters God in a desert tree on top of a mountain. Oh, you mean the burning bush where Moses is told that he's standing on holy ground. Yeah, it's a plant on a mountain radiating with God's life and power, 
just like the tree of life. And God tells Moses, bring your people up to this mountain so we can form a partnership. And this partnership will force them to make a choice. Will they follow gods of their own making or receive life from the true God? And in this story, they give their allegiance to an idol. And it's just the first of many. The story goes on to show generation after generation choosing gods of their own making. And these idols were usually placed on tall hills, like beautiful trees. But they're false trees of life that lead the people into self-destruction, exile, and death. It's like death's grip on us too strong to resist. Is there any hope? Well, let's turn now to the story of Jesus. He came to announce that God's eternal life was available once again through him. So Jesus thinks of himself as a tree of life? Yes. This is what he meant when he claimed to be the vine that brings God's life into the world. And Jesus invited people to eat from it. Yeah, he was inviting people to trust him and be transformed by his life. But Jesus also exposed how corrupt humans are, how much they love false trees of life. And so Jesus presented people with a new choice between life or death. And this time they don't just choose death, they also chose to attack the one who sustains all of life. Yes, Jesus is led up to the top of a hill where he dies upon a tree. The cross is the sad and violent result of humanity's desire to do what is good in our own eyes. The tree of life has overcome, has been overcome by the power of death. Well, it seemed that way, but Jesus said that he was a seed of God's life that would die in the ground, but then grow into a plant that would bear much fruit. So, to defeat death, Jesus went through it. And now, this new tree of life stands before us all. We can eat from it, but it will mean passing through death like Jesus allowing our old way of being human to die so that a new human humanity can grow in its place. Yes, Jesus said that he is the vine and we are his branches. So not only do you eat from this tree, you're invited to become part of it, helping produce its fruit so that his life and love can spread through us to others. And so the story of the Bible ends with a new temple, which is also a new garden with the tree of life at its center, providing healing and life forever to all who choose to eat from it. And that's, that's the end of the narrative. Now, I hope you all enjoyed this, and I would encourage you to check out BibleProject.com for more theme videos and many other resources to help you on your faith journey. If it sounds like I'm an advocate for Bible Project, well, I am. Here's what Kim from Maryland said about Bible Project and what it's meant for her. I quote, I have been a Christian for over 44 years, and when I watch these videos, do the class on classroom, and listen to sermons by Tim and Bible Project podcasts, it seems to me like every Sunday school class, personal quiet time, retreat, seminar, time of biblical fellowship, sermon, 
and class over the course of my life begins to come together, like a million pieces of a puzzle, into a clear picture of who God is, I feel like I'm finally seeing and understanding more of the big picture of God's loving, sovereign, graciously expressed again and again through the scriptures, and most importantly, through the giving of his son Jesus, end quote. Well, I echo her sentiments. Another thought, Earth Day is observed tomorrow, which will be April 22nd, depending on when you listen to this. You may want to consider planting a tree so you and your loved ones will have the enjoyment of watching it grow. And just before we close, I carry a little wooden cross made of olive wood in my pocket. I have for maybe eight or nine years. Most all of the kids that were in my Sunday school classes over the years were given one with their initials stamped on it. I have also given away many to adults as well. If you would like one, please reach out to me and let me know if you would like two or three of your initials stamped on the cross, and I'll be happy to give you one. I bought a hundred of them several years ago in a shop in Bethlehem where they were made. They're a little over two inches tall, so it will fit easily into your pocket or a pocketbook. Let us pray. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your Holy Spirit to prepare us for your service. Thank you for the brilliant minds of Bible scholars that provide us wonderful insight to your word. We lift up this prayer through your Son, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Now go in peace, serve the Lord.